Bible says the message of the cross is foolishness. 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 Foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Guys, what is going on? This is Brian Sumner. Welcome to the Foolishness Podcast. We have had some fun episodes unpacking a bunch of stuff the last few days, but today I'm excited. My good friend Mario D'Ortenzio is going to be on. He is a husband, a father, a friend, an avid football fan, and by that I mean that funny-looking loaf of bread thing you Yankees throw around. I'm sure he's going to get his digs in on me for that, but we're going to go a bit deeper today, and we're going to talk about some of the struggles and the stress, the depression, the pain, the hurt, he oversees and launched and founded this Death to Life Ministries that reaches thousands, hundreds of thousands, probably millions by now around the world with suicide and issues. So I'm excited to see life come out of this. I'm blessed to be hanging out with him. So Mario, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, brother. It's great to see you, man. I know. What's going on? You just there. Kicking it in the basement with all the skateboards. Yes, we'll see yes, the family. We, have, we have the Death Life headquarters in sunny Arizona. It's about 103 outside. And <laughs> and uh, I know how how much you're struggling. And the, Beautiful uh, out. California, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the beach is a couple miles away, but uh, you can't go to. I, well, I guess they opened it yesterday and we're allowed now to ride no, the bikes down. Really? So, well, you know, I... I had a couple of friends too, surfers who just went surfing and they said, this right. isn't even about surfing. The waves are terrible. This is about the reality that I get to go surf if I want to or not. You right. get to go stay home if you want to or not. So right. maybe I'll have my buddy on to talk about that later. But yeah, Cali's kind of him. Huntington's almost just their distance and well. They're getting out doing their bike rides. I mean, we I need saw that. your video. I saw your video. Oh, yeah. It looked, like, uh, it looked like the surfing competition was going on in Huntington Beach. I know. Well, everyone from within like 30, 40 miles came down here. So it is getting crazy, but right. everyone's being safe. A couple of protests. So I don't envy, you know, Arizona. I mean, I love going out there, all the snakes and lizards and the fun, but <laughs> it is cooking right now, right? So it's, it's, and we're not even in the thick of it yet, but life is good, man. God is good. Wow. Wow. And if you can hear some screaming in the background, I think that's my kids singing or making a video. So this Those is quarantine. Beautiful sounds. Love hearing that. But I know, you know, I'm excited to see you. It's been a while. You're looking great. We talk through chat all the time, a message. But today, yeah. I want to just launch by jumping into something really important. I mean, the Death to Life Ministries. Why don't we just start there? Because we've all known people that are passing away who've took their own lives, pastors, friends, people, all the rest of it. And, but even in the midst of this, I'm, you know, I'm talking to people this week, going to be very positive. We're going to have some podcasts that are very life-giving, but there is a huge population of people right now who are struggling, depressed because of this or just because of life. So what is the death to life focused? Explain to our listeners what it is, when it began and such things like that. Well, the focus, um, Carrie and I, we launched uh, D2L back in 2009 mm -hmm. uh, after us going through a, a life-changing time in our lives with the birth wow. of our daughter, Reese. And, and, but through that time, I mean, it was, we were in a very, very dark place. I was in a dark place personally. Mm. Um, but going through that real, real dark time, uh, yeah. God revealed himself to me as Savior. Mm. Not only as, you know, as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but Savior. Yeah. And I needed a Savior. I couldn't look to Carrie. <laughs> I mean, it's, I couldn't look to Carrie. I couldn't look to my other girls. And Carrie's me. your wife for those who were listening. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie's my wife. And, and I couldn't, I couldn't look to her. Mm -hmm. I couldn't look to my other daughters. Um, and I truly had to rest in him. And through that, we launched D2L in yeah. 2009 and, and you know, you've been uh, involved since the beginning. Yeah. But um, we've gotten to a point where in 2011, Google reached out to us. Yeah. And uh, you know Google. Google's not uh, the biggest uh, Christian church's friend. Yeah. Um, but they reached out to us and they said, hey, we're noticing mm. the kind of people that are coming to your website and why they're coming to your website. Wow. Uh, if you guys can give them resources, we'd love to partner with you. Mm. Um, so we, at that time we, 
we partnered with a, an online counseling uh, uh, organization called the Hope Line. Yep. And we've been partnered with them since 2011. And since then, I mean, uh, we, we <laughs> offer all types of resources. We counsel 24-7. Yeah. We offer we're all videos. And mm. for those of you that want to see Brian and hear some more of his, uh, his knowledge, you can go <laughs> on our website and uh, hear him share and see him mm. share. And because Brian's been through it, Brian's yeah, been yeah. some real, real, uh, I forget, I forget sometimes even talking to you yeah. because Mario here is talking about when, you know, his wife gave birth to the child and would you say special needs? What would you say? What's her condition yeah. defined as? Yeah, she, she, she has, uh, when she was born, she, we were given the diagnosis, um, of a mm. Cardi syndrome. Yeah. And only about a thousand girls have it around the world. Wow. Um, and boys, this is just another example of how uh, women are more superior than men. Um, but <laughs> if boys are born without this gene. They die right out of the womb. Oh, wow. Uh, girls survive and they're only, they're probably less than now. They're probably less than 2000 girls around the world that are labeled the Cardi syndrome, but wow. Reese can't walk. She can't talk. Yeah, uh, she deals with seizures on a daily basis, and um, there are long days, long nights. Yeah, uh, she's twelve years old now, and she <laughs> has transformed our family. Wow. Well, I remember. I mean, I could just see that the pride in your face, you know, and these are the things you're meant to be proud about. Is that you know your daughter's made it this far? She's a warrior. She's tough, because this is. A few episodes ago, Dane was on, and Dane was part of the ministry. You know, King of Kings, Reliance, all this yep. stuff. I was flown out to Arizona or drove out there somehow. There was an event going on. I show up to this guy, Mario's house, or you were at another house, you know, loads of people, and you and your wife are there, and you have this, what must have been under three or four years old. I mean, baby girl. Yeah, she was about a year old, dude. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing where, like, you can hold her, but you at that time didn't even know if she knew what you guys were saying. For many years, you didn't know, is she even hearing us and responding? And, and a life expectancy, what did they say? Like maybe nine or something? Five to seven, five to seven years. And so now, you know, every time you guys come out to, to a Huntington, we're getting Mexi food, Mexican food together. You've got four girls total, right? Yep, four and, girls. And Reese is your youngest? Reese is our youngest. Faith is uh, a, a junior, <laughs> going to be a senior at University yeah. of Montana. I have Mia, she's <laughs> going to be a sophomore at Grand Canyon University and Olivia, she's a sophomore in high school. So, so how do you have all these skateboards on your wall and not shotguns? Because <laughs> you have this yeah. beautiful yeah. family I of women. I have, I have the guns hidden in the bats. <laughs> well, uh, Mario is a is a you were a former football coach, right? Former football player, football coach. Yeah, yeah. You're a big so, intimidating yeah. guy already. You yeah. have this beautiful family, quiver of gales, and you have this baby gale. It just rocks your world. And obviously hearing, you know, Matt the other day, man, he, mm -hmm. I, you know, you've, I don't I think you met, met Matt in person. I tried to connect yeah, you, you guys then. Us, you introduced us. But he is like this genuine, humble guy and seeing him say, look, I'm sitting in a hospital room and I'm thinking, do I go take my life? And he's not meaning it, but he's meaning these are the things you think. He's saying these crazy things. He's saying these are the steps. So you and your wife have this experience, not, not along the same lines, but I don't doubt right. it was as dark in ways, emotion, what's going on, God, why did this happen? Every kind of nonsense. I'm familiar with your posts in your life. Everyone that's trying to meet meaningfully well in the church saying this, or this is why this happened and that. People don't know. You know, We live in a fallen world anyway. But for you, we can get into Reese more in a, in a second because, man, she has been nothing but a blessing. She's mm. smiling. Um, I know she's your pride and joy gives you all this courage and strength. Obviously, it's about Jesus, but really this whole D2L ministry. Mario just mentioned me and some of the videos I'm in, but really what this was is I seen a family who were wanting to reach out to people. I was a younger skater. I was watching my friends struggle with addiction, abuse, all the rest. As someone that's around hundreds of thousands of kids a year, when I was traveling skateboarding, I would hear these horror stories of what they're going through. I'm not thinking of this when I'm focused on my career, but now I'm saying, wait a minute, this person took their life. This person had this experience. This person's popping pills. So you are launching this ministry, Death to Life, obviously based on the Bible, and it becomes this website with a lot of skaters, bikers, surfers, snowboarders, you know, Brian Welch, Ryan Reese, Christian Osoy, people like myself mini three to five minute videos talking about God's goodness, 
encouraging them. And what you've got peppered around the site is these amazing resources so that that kid late night who's mad at his dad, mad at God, mad at himself, watches a video of someone like me, finds the website, boom, they get a phone call that night. And, and I mean, my, my inbox is hit daily with your guys. New, I mean, I've seen one today, newsletters of, hey, I'm in the middle of may as well be Tim book two and I was over it and I typed in suicide and your site came up and I'm three hours in and blah, 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 blah. I mean, so this is real fruit. This is Christianity fruit because God calls us to go to the orphan, to the lost, to those who are dead in sin. You're seeing it practically. So it's been what? You said 2000? 2009 is when we officially launched, yeah. And then Google doesn't need you guys. So for Google to say, wait a minute, we are just, and that's admirable for Google, for them to say, we see something you're doing. We want to give you a load of free advertising through our site. It's one of the first things that comes up. So what has this taught you though? Because now, I mean, I know you have these beautiful girls. I say that because they're so vibrant and alive and, you know, one's off playing golf, one's off doing this, they're singing, they're doing all, I mean, you're blessed, but- the reverse side is right in this room you're in now. You're probably sitting there with your wife at times. And of course, in your bedroom, babe, look at this testimony we got today. Look at this person going through it. What is, it's probably given you a PhD into the minds of those struggling. So, so how do you summarize this suicide and people that are going through it? What do you speak into basically? Now with the quarantine and everything, yeah. I mean, our traffic counseling wise has gone up three times as wow. much. And I mean, it's just crazy. But across the board, brother, mm-hmm. um, here, sure, I'm scared. What? And dude, you know um, very well that it isn't only for non-believers that don't know Jesus. It's people in the church mm-hmm. too that are reaching out to us. Um, you know, for a long period of time, they're like, oh, yeah, hey, when, when things are going difficult, like Paul, you know, we know how to handle it. It's yeah. rejoice. Yeah. Consider it joy. But yep. when the crap yeah. really hits the fan, mm-hmm. when you have nowhere to look, <laughs> uh, but like, you're like, what the heck is going on? You know, yeah. Jesus, are you really there? Um, so, I mean, we have a wide range of individuals that reach out to us. Yeah. Um, but the bottom line is is kind of, you know. I want hope. I need some encouragement, some hope. Well, you said that with, with Savior. And, you know, I know I was sitting in the car outside probably, what, a year ago, and I got a message from you to a few of our friends, and it was literally like, hey, this was a young pastor who had made this post. What do you think about it? And I don't think you knew I knew the guy. I was literally coming home oh, with some oh, food. Dude, I had no idea. Yeah, and it was a young pastor from out here. I mean, beautiful young man, you know, blonde kid, blonde wife, blonde kids. Um, and he was on staff at Greg Laurie's church and he'd wrote books and he'd been such an encourager and he really was a sweetheart. He really cared for people. Yes. He was an outward processor, probably like we are, you know, we love people reach out to him. But as that text came through and and I'm not, you don't text people and say, let's throw salt. It wasn't anything like that. It was totally like, Hey, what do you guys think of this? Because his post was something along the lines of, even though we have Christ, we can still suffer. And a, and a couple of the people like Jude Heald and that, you know, responded back. And I was just more saying, I want to see how they understand, you know, the depression, the suicide, the rest. Right. I didn't know this. As I'm finishing eating, I'm looking at the text. I go to get out the car. And then you just said, just so you know, sadly, this young man has just taken his life. And literally in my head, the words I start saying, I get out the car, you know, I don't slam the door, but I'm like biting my tongue. And I'm like, are you serious? Are you serious? I mean, this is a man of God. We're all men of God, women of God, if we're in Christ. But I'm right. saying, you and I are daily in the Word. I'm daily interacting with people. I'm daily pouring myself out. We're not above these struggles. So this happens with him. Only a few months earlier, what, six or so months, the pastor out in Chino Hills did the same thing. A family, he had struggled with it. And then yep. we just know, and I know since then you even said, how many pastors? And, and I'll tell you, I go to bat for pastors because... We can only deal with so much. You know what I mean? If I planted a church today, which I don't feel called to, I'm going to miss something. Am I going mm-hmm. to speak in tongues the way that person wants? Are we going to pray over demons? You know, and if I want us to go extreme, or am I going to be more systematic? Or am I going to be able to greet everyone? Pastors deal with themselves. They deal with their sin. They deal with their families. They deal with the church. Um, you know, you go to your job. Perhaps I mean, I know you're doing this full time, but I'm saying if we go to our job, we're going and saying things should be of excellence, but there's leeway. But when you go to a church, you're like, everything should be perfect. 
the pastor right. better present everything like this. And right. if he doesn't preach on this the right time or say this the right time, or if his wife has tore him to pieces this morning or he's done that to her and he doesn't feel like smiling right now, if he doesn't say that to me, I know last week's sermon, he was talking about me. And I'm just right. saying that to say, I've had to stand in the gap for, for I know our pastor, other pastors, and just say, man, I don't envy this position. I say it a lot, but there's so much pressure, so many decisions. So you're saying it's the kid, it's the family, it's the, it's the dad, it's whoever. It's most likely men most of the time because we're, we're idiots. Basically, that's how we're going to react. Right. But now it's even pastors and ministers. So for those mm. who are listening, guys, this isn't like a, a Christianity thing or not. I know that Christ is good enough. He's completed it all. It's Amen. finished. But people still wrestle. There's a reason he said, don't be anxious. I mean, there's a reason in the Bible why we see throughout the scripture, even these men like Moses who wrestled, Job who wrestled, didn't want to live. Elijah was so drained, the Bible says, that literally he fled and he pled, Lord, destroy me. Do away with me. And the reason why he's praying this is because you'll never find a Jew that will take their life. They don't have suicide bombers. They know God is the author of life, so it's not up to them to take it. But they're standing there. I mean, in fact, even in 1 Kings 19, I'll read it. It says, Elijah asked that he might die, saying, It is enough, O Lord. Take away my life. I am no better than my father's. But I love what it says next. It says that as he lay down under the broom tree, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Mm. So that to you and I sounds like, okay, it's good. It's early morning, arise and eat. But no, Elijah was stressed. He just had the battle on Mount Carmel. He's now fled over 100 miles. He's thinking he's got this thing nailed. He's a prophet. He's the man of God. Here comes this witch Jezebel. He's freaking out, intimidated by one witch. He probably thought when the fire comes down, I'm God's man. Israel's going to support me. And instead, this witch came and he had no one. So he flees, but what I love is the angel of the Lord shows up and mm. says, arise and eat. And what we see in this story is God leads him to look back to Moses, look back to the promises of God, eat some food, don't be drained, don't be worn out. And I'm saying that to kind of segue into, we're living in a generation where Mario, am I judging your room right now? Are people judging behind the room? Are we judging the quality of the podcast? There's so much pressure. There's so much emphasis in school, in the economy we're in, in life, that some people just worn out. I mean, Jim Morrison sang, no one here gets out alive. Mm. And whether that's through we end natural causes, America's in a crazy, crazy place. So I'm saying that to say you're aware of this. You made the point he's savior. He, you, you didn't just need him to be king and lord. You needed him to help you with what you were going through with your daughter. And from that, you said, I want to take the Savior and push him out of the world now through this mm-hmm. ministry. So so what's been going on with it? You get these emails and messages. And what causes someone to get to this place? They're stressed. Things are crazy. They're fatigued. Adrenal glands. Right. Why? Why do people do this? Bro, I, I from, from the pastor's perspective, yeah. I get it. I mean, because like you and other pastors, I mean, yeah. I mean that work in the church and especially head pastors, they're always pouring into people, mm-hmm. always pouring into people. And very <laughs> go, few go, go. People, yeah. Very few people are pouring into them. Yeah. You know, so they're given, given, given. And when crap hits the fan, when, you know, life isn't going very well this week and, mm-hmm. you know, not many people are showing up, the money's down and the giving and, you yeah. know, it's just kind of like, you know, I suck. I don't want to be here anymore, you know, yeah. and it just reveals that we're human beings that yeah. need a savior. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget. I had a coach in my life that was one of the most influential coaches, a football coach in my life. He looked at me and he's a believer and he's like, Mario, when did you give your life to the Lord? And I said, when I was about 10 years old, you know, I burped a prayer at, you know, some event. And that day now, every single day wasn't a savior that day it's a yeah. savior every single day yeah. and here i am 48 years old and it's so true i mean today i have to have that savior because if yeah. i don't have if i'm not connected with that savior mm-hmm. i'm using d2l just yeah. as much as you know anyone else is using d2l <laughs> you're making you know? sure it works yeah 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 i mean so yeah. it's it's for the pastors you know i mean i, I think i think we kind of lose touch we think oh they have their lives together you know, they all know the truth. You know, it's, they have a beautiful wife. They have, they have everything together. They know the truth, mm-hmm. but 
they don't realize that the enemy's working double time on oh, yeah. a lot of lives. Well, you and, know, the things we've been through, you know, when I'm kind of wrapping up my skate career as far as how am I going to justify going all over the world away from my right. family when God restored my marriage, I don't have a profession outside of skating. I'm an evangelist. And in case you haven't known, noticed, evangelists don't have staff salaries. So it's just a man. I get God's good. I get what God's doing. But I believe much of what's happened in the American church, I mean, some English churches have staff evangelists. So even right. for me, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm doing some Bible school. I'm not going to plan a church because I feel called to go and have my hands in so many things and encourage people. And we did a whole Zoom thing last night with 120 pastors locally. Todd Proctor set it up and he wanted me to close it out by just praying to send us out. That's like my bread and butter. I'm made thinking, Mario, let's go. Go hit the punching bag behind you. I mean, I see that thing there for those who can't see. Get out and go share. But the reality is I've got to figure out how to provide then. I've got to believe God's going to speak to pastors and different people and partners so I can do the ministry God's called us. That was a stressful season. I remember having restless nights, and I know God's good. I knew he went to the cross, and I've had bouts since coming to faith with intense anxiety, which I don't have, but I'll suddenly get this, but I'll be frustrated, and I get how people can think these suicidal thoughts. And here's what I just want to chime into what Mario's saying. It's called death to life ministries because we're born dead in sin and who the sun sets free is free indeed. So if I live my life, I would have ended up being divorced like I was. I wouldn't have encountered Christ like I did. I wouldn't have been restored. Would that have been chasing a bunch of women or getting into this, getting to that? I'm living in a dead state. What's going to eventually happen? Who knows by now? With my anger and frustration, would it be prison? Would it be alcohol? Would it be chaos? Back to England, I don't know. But the coming to life part, is to realizing who Christ is because Genesis 1, 26 and 27 says, let us make man in our image. So Mario is made in God's image. So am I. God gives you this baby girl, Reese, and she's made in God's image. And Mario, she's, she's God's daughter first. I know you love her, but not like God really does. So yeah. Mario gets to go, Praise I God trust. That, Praise yeah. God, amen. God loves my kids more than I do and, and me more than they do. So the death to life becomes, and I'm just going with this because it's scripture. You know, we see it. Now I have Christ. I'm going to love my wife a different way. Now mm. that you have Christ, you're going to see your baby Gail, your wife, me a different way. And mm. now if I'm made in God's image, why am I here? And I have sat with so many kids before I knew you and what you were doing. But then really, once I've seen the resources, you'll meet a kid at an event. There's 3,000 kids, a load of kids respond. They want prayer. They hang out. There's always a couple of scragglers who were like, hey, but do you really know my story? My dad did this. My mom did that. My what did this? I literally sat with a kid one time who was probably 12 at the river in Minnesota, a big Franklin Graham event. He had a nine inch scar from his shoulder to his chest and he took his shirt off when he said to me, why did my dad do this? And I was like, mm. like, what am I going to tell him? And what he's saying is when he was, and this is when he was young, he had it. So imagine how big that was when he was younger and his dad oh, must've been yeah. on drugs and doing whatever, whatever right. he did to him. I won't say it cause even my son's around the house. But when I sat with him, I said, look, man, what he did isn't okay. And I'm not saying it's okay. Whatever drugs he was on, whatever substance he was on. And for people listening, no one's perfect. We don't have it together. Generations past, there's more and more chaos going on. But the verse that the Lord gave me and I give to all these kids, even when I'm sharing is that version in Ephesians 2.10. I don't know what has happened to you. You do, but God has called you to be his workmanship. So the same way this computer is being used today for the glory of God and this microphone is and this phone will be and this table and this chair to that kid, I said, son, you're made in God's image like Mario, like me, like Elijah, like Reese, like our children. So if God gave you breath today, who are you to take that life? But here's the problem. Suddenly something happens in my house. I go out today, going to fight with a guy over something stupid. I'm swearing. I'm mad. I'm a pastor. What am I doing? My wife tells me she doesn't want to be with me. She's had an affair. Something happens. This is what happens when you commit. You commit I won't say it because my son's here, but with the whole suicide issue, mm -hmm. a guy is standing there looking over a bridge or going to go jump under a car or go pull a trigger or something. And after enough time of romancing, the chemicals are there, the adrenaline, I mean, the cortisol kicks in, the stress. Enough times of saying, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Suddenly, pulls the trigger, jumps, does something. They literally say that the people that survive are like, I would never do that again. Many do, sadly. It's that dark. 
Right. There's been crazy things happen, physical, spiritual, emotional. Mm. But the majority, that's the dangerous moment. And I'm convinced for our friend we just talked about, you know, Jerry Wilson, mm-hmm. he probably wrestled so many times with doing that and never did it. Mm. And then suddenly that one moment he went there and that was it. He probably and, thinks he could take it back. Yeah. Well, 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 you just seen the other day, you guys posted a video of a dad whose son, yeah. you know, like a, like a seven, eight year old kid who yeah. did something. Yeah. And then if that kid could just have explained, look, buddy, it's a video game. Right. And I was in tears watching this video, like, really? But it's like, look, son, like, this is not what the world is. And I'm saying all this to say the death to life is when we realize we're made in God's image, that those who are listening are made in God's image. He has a plan. And the plan isn't the typical Americanized version of Christianity where you have to be the CEO and drive a Rolls and God's just going to make your day cotton candy. The plan is that in this crazy fallen world of sickness within ourselves, yeah, the things you're wrestling with with your daughter, I mean, praise God, we'll get into that in a minute. Even amidst coronavirus or the things you and I are going to pass away from one day, right. God wants to use us to give him glory and to reach the lost. And when you understand mm-hmm. that, that's the death to life. That's being his workmanship. That's doing his work. And I don't mean religiously, but that's the beauty of doing what he does. So, And so you see a great success rate of people that encounter this and then they come back and they, because really it's building a support system, right? Right. Love, we care for you. There's a bigger plan. Let's change your focus. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, it's community. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's what I, we were made for. Oh, Totally. Totally. I mean, if I know that Brian Sumner loves me and he cares for me and, and I mean, brother, I mean, Carrie and I were just having this conversation the other night, somebody reached out to us. Mm. And when they reached out to us, what usually happens, we'll get, if they go to the website and they hit, uh, contact us, that message will go directly to us. Yeah. And then we get them to our counselors. Uh, but the other night, I mean, some kid reached out to us, probably 12, 13 years old from the UK. Mm. And, um, I mean, you would have thought that he was going to end his life wow. that night. I mean, it was so dark, wow. so dark, but you know, chatting with the kid, I mean, Carrie and I are here watching the, the new Beastie Boys documentary on TV yeah. and chatting with the kid. And <laughs> an hour later, the kid, all he wanted was somebody to listen to him. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing, you know, we carry this stuff. I, I never have listened to Jocko, you know, the, uh, the Navy SEAL guy. I know he's a black belt. I have friends who got black belts under him. Right. But I actually watched some of his stuff last night, and he makes a point people need to realize. I mean, at 15, 16, 17, I don't care that, you know, you played football or I did skateboarding. Right. High school was uncomfortable. So, so many of these kids, to some degree, here's the popular kid, here's not, here's the girl you like, here's the whatever, here's the fight you got in. That just disappears once you're 19. You get out of school and no yep. one cares. And likewise, for so many people right now who are carrying the home they live in and the way their family's set up, I get it. When marriage is torn apart, it's drastic. Sadly, the majority of men take their lives because their wife's gone, their kids, the years they've put into money and all the rest. But like you're saying community, that's really what it is. And even you saying that, I just got a text from Brian Welch. Actually, I know we're good friends, but he just said to me a minute ago, bro, do you need prayer? And then he sent me this photo. <laughs> so he's coming on the show and he's sending me this. Do you need prayer? So yeah, that, that, that's, that's head for you. So yeah. Yes, Brian Welch. I need prayer. So, <laughs> but, but he's paying attention. Oh man. You know, you know, we talk all the time and you know, obviously with the name, Brian, we came to faith at the same time. Yep. And he was like, I used to play to a hundred thousand people. And now what am I doing? You know, and what he's saying is like, the Lord's got to crush you to use right. you. And the Lord's using him in a whole different avenue. We'll get into that, you know, when he comes on. But, but so you're seeing these kids that need community. And really, guys, for those listening, God put Adam in the garden. It wasn't good that he was alone, but he was with God. So he wasn't alone. And all the animals were there. None of them tried to kill him. But he was alone without a companion, without right. someone. And that's the way God set it up. And so we are made to be part of the herd. We need people and everyone wants to be loved. I mean, we cry over loving scenes. We cry over evil scenes because it's painful and it hurts. I'm like, this isn't the way it's meant to be. And the people who say, I don't care about love, it's because they've either felt rejected or been rejected. And I would just tell people listening pastorally, guys, this life is like a vapor. 
Mm. You get planted in the house of God or with believers, and sure, they're going to let you down. If me and Mario hang out every single day for a month, I mean, it might take us a while. We get along good. But eventually, like, okay, Brian, you know, this, this. I mean, I'm saying you can still love people, but people will find offense where they want. Well, but I, in this I'm world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I like to have those kind of friends who are very just open and tell you what they think. I don't mean to right. be rude, but right. I feel like that's English culture. I think right. some people don't even understand my humor. So right. when I'm so open, they're like, uh, where English people are like that. They're like right. old Jewish people. We bicker and talk. Right. Right. And, and I mean, even Jews look down on Moses at times right. for not bickering with God. If he hadn't have done that, apparently. So, so this has been going on. So, so this is just the full time. This is what you guys do, right? You raise support. Yeah. You put yeah. things out. You're always helping at schools and different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, uh, yeah, we're 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, we're growing like crazy and we have a brand new website that's about to launch with mm-hmm. new, uh, resources, uh, and more, more resources for pastors and people in churches. Cause that's really been my heart now. Yeah. I mean, with Jared and some other pastors that we've known that have killed themselves and, yeah. um, you know, yeah, I mean, some really, really cool, exciting things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, we're not going to be going out of business, unfortunately, anytime soon. I know, and, that, and that you say that in jest, but with truth, I mean, it would be great right. if you didn't have to have a oh, ministry that was based around this. Right. But it is, and you know, we I'm going to have Jamie Thomas on tomorrow, a skater, and he was just saying, you know, he was saying, I almost feel like at times that life is so good right now, like God's done a work in him and his family, and, you know, he's been on a pedestal for years, right. and I don't feel like skateboarders aim to be egotistical or egomaniacs, but we're so focused on what we're doing. But he says, you know, it's almost like this downtime for him has been really good to mm. sit with his family and he's seeing the blessing of it. But right. for many people right now, there is that pain and hurt. Um, and, you know, whether it's a political thing, whether it's a virus thing, whether it's a vaccination thing, people are going to come out of this and some won't believe they live in the same houses. Parents, right. they, they said actually divorce is on the rise. More people have filed since this has happened, probably because they realize the person they haven't been in the house with right. for 10 years is not who they married. And it's sad to say that's how distant they are. I know you're a homebody like me, very close with your family. Yep. So, so you're seeing, and then number wise, I mean, how many like downloads and hits have you seen now? Cause I remember you just said, there are about three, we're consistently on average about 350 per day that are solely suicidal. Hmm. I mean, they're not coming to our website to watch Brian head Welch. Yeah. I mean, they're coming to our website because they want to kill themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it's about 350, about 300 to 350 a day. Of all around the world. Viewing the content. Yeah. Yeah. In about a yeah. hundred different countries. Yeah. Wow. But I know you're having tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands that come through for other reasons. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. These are those who go through the program, you mean? They come in and yeah, they. Just straight, I want to kill myself. <sighs> That's crazy. So, 350. So, today we're sitting here and we're hanging out and we're like thankful for family in that. Right. And you know, it, it's all, you almost feel bad because, but, but I watched a video earlier that I'd done riding a bike where I'd sent something to you guys a few years ago. Yep. And I literally don't really remember what it was like feeling that crazy and anxious mm. and, and almost suicidal. I know at times I get frustrated. I'm like, man, but then I have to remember we're living in a cursed world. But when you get delivered and you meet that savior and life's not the mm. same, right. it's just a different mission, you know? Right. I got 40 now. I'm like, God, if you want me here till I'm 41, okay. But if right. you want me here till I'm 101, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing and doing what we do. So, <laughs> Amen, man. Well, what about to transition a bit? What have you learned then by, by raising Reese, like having mm. the special needs daughter? What has it done for you and your wife? What has it done for your kids? What has it done for other people? I mean, I can see it in your eyes every time you say it. You're just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, if, if I get choked up, you're not, you're not going to say it out loud. <laughs> I'll zoom in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not going to embarrass this guy. But um, no, dude, I mean, it's, it's Carrie and I, I mean, I'm not going to get political, but we're passionately, yeah. passionately pro-life. Yeah. Um, God and, is too. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah, he creates everybody with purpose. Yeah, it is good. Um, he saw that it was good. Totally. So, but it's, it's taken me a process to really understand, um, how precious life is. And here I have this little girl who from the world's perspective was a mistake. 
Wow. You know, um, why didn't you, I mean, we've had people say, why didn't you, you know, choose to abort her? Uh, we had specialists do it's, it's one of the classic Carrie and Mario moments. Um, when we were talking to some specialists before Reese was born, yeah. one of the doctors said, Hey, it's not too late to abort the child. Uh, this child is going to put unnecessary burden on you and your family, on your relationship, your, your uh, marriage. I <laughs> mean, um, Carrie said she was looking at me and it looked like I was going to jump over the table and, and choke out the dude. Um, but I mean, and then she the fell in love with you all over again. Her and, she and fell in love says, with you all over you know, again, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, oh, I married a, a psycho. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's she has literally. She is mm. the the uh, the physical picture to me every single day of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she looks at me. When she looks at me every morning when I get her, when I, when I get her, I do her therapies every morning. She does some breathing treatments wow. and stuff. And, um, but every morning when, when I get her and I take care of her and stuff, and she looks at me and she has this huge smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Those are smiles that, that she doesn't want anything else. She just looks and it's my dad. You <laughs> know, I love you've my got dad. her. Yeah, wow. I love my dad. And mm-hmm. she doesn't have an agenda. You know, she doesn't need me to do this, that, or the other. She just wants me to love her, you know, and it puts everything in perspective for me. Mm. You know, I mean, those are the times the Lord knows me. He created me. Yeah. He knows how messed up I am. And he gave me this little angel wow. that we get to keep here. Hopefully, Lord willing, longer than Carrie and I are alive. But yeah, you know, I mean, we're, we're not guaranteed even our healthy kids. We're not guaranteed yeah. tomorrow's breath. Yeah. You yeah. Know, the next yeah. breath. That's what Matt said, you know, having that child and and them saying, well, there's the special issues and this, this. And he says, but what is a healthy kid? Then they get to 18, 19 and they're a meth. Well, oh. then they're like 25 and they're a tyrant, you know, so I get the perspective. But even as you're saying, it's like Christ, you know, when Jesus talks about us going and serving others, mm-hmm. we're serving him. So when you look at her and you see this child's innocence and, and it is crazy coming from England. I remember just being a kid. And you almost just looked at things a certain way. Like right. you don't adopt, you don't homeschool, right. people get abortions for all these reasons. And when you look at it now, it's even the idea that people want to abort children if they've been raped. And I go, I get the traumatic experience. I'm like, look, but as Matt said, children are a gift from God. So well, God yeah. knew what this child would do. And it's obviously bent your guys' relationship to be more in love with each other. Well, I know the girls have so much pride in it because parents hearing this, I mean, we've had a couple of friends, some would struggle with drugs or not, and they were just so concerned about how the child would be. And it was like, it's very easy for me knowing guys like you and other people saying, you know, it's just about love. That's it. It's not about how they do this, how they do that. I mean, Jude's our most testing kid, you know, he's rowdy, he's crazy. And I'm like, like my professor says at jujitsu, you know, the kids who are crazy in the class, they make me have to be a better coach. This has almost caused you to almost slow down but be right. more intentional in what matters. So, wow. Dude, but on, on a side note, Jude skateboarding is absolutely <laughs> crazy sick. I'm gonna, I want his boards when, when his boards are ready. But, um, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's, it is. She has tr- totally transformed my life. Mm. She transformed my marriage. Yeah. Um, before Reese was born, we had that people in the special needs community that would say over 80% of marriages end in divorce. Because, I mean, you have, to, I mean, it's a constant tension. Yeah, yeah. Living with. You're fighting my over how to do this or do oh, that. And, the yeah. stress, the anxiety. My relationship with Carrie has been stronger than it ever has. And we're going to mm-hmm. be in 25 years. Wow. Number. You know, she's so, only 26. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know you're always showing her off. I married her. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm, and we dude, should to our wives, yeah. You and I, you and I are crazy, <laughs> crazy blessed. We do not deserve the women in our lives. Yeah, I think I'm hitting 230 about now. So, <laughs> oh, dude, you're fine. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's she's she's transformed my life. She's wow. I mean, because of her, we launched D2L. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it isn't again from the the world's perspective, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, Carrie last night. Yeah. Um, I mean, she has to wake up 10, 15, I mean, cause I wake up with her, but 10, 15 times per night just to go check on her, see if she's breathing, see if, 
you know, I mean, just it's the norm, but it isn't a woe is me. You know, I'm yeah. saying it's just the reality of life and, and how valuable yeah. life is. And you look at this mm. Corona thing and, and the yeah. uncertainty. I mean, just think about it, dude. Yeah. The whole world has been affected by this virus. <laughs> We're all yeah, on sticking lockdown because, I mean, it's crazy. I know. You've seen the video, Jude. We were oh, just yeah. skating through a mall the other day and the whole yeah. thing is just locked down. I'm going... Oh. Right there in a store is tens of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise and product and the rest. Right. And right. it's done overnight. And here's the thing. I get the numbers. I could get way more political and have way more serious people right. in who are going to all about Corona, all the rest. But it is literally shut down. And we don't have children and struggles and never a burden. What they are is an opportunity to serve. Amen. Because, you know, even as you're saying this, I'm thinking of a friend of mine who had reached out to me recently and there'd been infidelity and he was just like, man, my life and my wife's here and I'm there. And he's a young guy, a little, you know, attractive couple. I just feel like they fit with each other. That's great. Right. And he's like, Brian, I don't know how this could happen. And I'm like, well, why did it happen? You know, and our pastor kind of played the bad cop. I played the good cop. It wasn't intentional, but he laid down the law, which is normally what I do. Mario, what are you doing this for? I know you, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when he was talking to me, he just said, you know, I just really wanted this life of adventure, you know, to travel and to do this and do that. And as he's saying it, I get it. I love going to Yosemite. I'm excited to go to the beach today. I mean, on the path. Right. I like that you come out to Arizona. But I just said to him at the time, you know, don't you think it's more of an adventure to start this family that your wife wants mm. getting into the 30s mm. and go to battle for a family? And even my buddy Scotty, you know, um, Stopnik here, who's a surfer kid and close right. with their family and that. And he's just talking about even his friends who are his age you know, I think they're in their early 30s, maybe. And right. he's got a, just a quiver of little kids, you know, all look different, cute little kids. Right. Like, my friends look at me like, well, you got your house already and you got your grandma to kids. And he's like, they're trying to go out and live this radical lifestyle. And he goes, but I'm the one that's living this cool and crazy life. You know, you get to wake up, you get to go see another human in your house. You know what I mean? That wants love right. from you. I mean, that's the adventure. So I think the enemy's in a good job of robbing us of that. Like, what? bigger adventure than being willing to raise a Jude or a Reese, you know, or whoever. Dude. And I hope Dude, people I, are just, I, yeah. You hit the nail on the head, bro. I mean, yeah. what you said is exactly when Carrie and I, when I got out of when Reese was about three months old yeah. and <laughs> we got out of, I was out of that darkness. Yeah. That's exactly what I told Carrie. This is going to be a crazy adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to trust that the Lord is going to take care of this and he's going to sustain us yeah. through this. But yeah. this is going to be an unknown. Yeah. We don't know what to expect. But you've been, blessed with, you've been blessed with loving parents and hair loving right. parents. So you guys just, you've been spoiled. I mean, you've got a great support system, but I'm just awesome. hoping as, as people hear this, they're hearing, we're dropping nuggets about the Bible and God's goodness. We're made in his image. We are living in a fallen world. But that even people right. who prior we talked about the depression, the anxiety, the suicide, guys, look at the things we wrestled through. I wrestled through divorce. You know what I mean? Feeling suicidal right. at times. You've wrestled through something that would shake parents to the core. It does. And here we are continuing on. Have we faced crazy persecution? No. But it could be around the corner regardless. So right. when you look at what Christianity is, the Bible says you'll be known by your love for one another. And to me, and guys, I didn't have Mario want to go, let's go promote this ministry. We were just hanging out. But this is a ministry I've always partnered with. I'll always send videos. We do stuff. I hope a lot of people go over to the website, get these resources just to learn about what kids are going through. You know, and, and I didn't say it before because my son was in the other room, but he's outside skating now. But that young kid that the video I mentioned, he just like broke his TV. Then his dad had kept him off it for a few weeks because, you know, it was expensive TV. Right. And when he was able to get the TV back, his birthday was coming off. He'd been stuck in the house with no friends. He hadn't been able to go to school. And now it's his birthday coming up. He's about to get this whole new remote, whole new game. And he ends up out of frustration, smashing the TV. And his dad said, then his mom's out the house and his son goes in the room and like puts something around his neck. And I mean, so what is that kid thinking? Is he thinking, now I just smash the TV so in a few days I won't even be able to play these new games. Right. I'm guessing by the dad, he sounded like an awesome guy. I don't think it was related right. to all that. But right. this kid's in the house. He can't go outside, not around anyone. In that little kid's mind, I just want to get a hold now and go, buddy, it's a game. 
Mm. They will get outside again. And for people that are listening, you're that little kid right now. You're that girl right now. And, and sadly, culture has romanced this idea. It's funny. When I was going through this stuff with Trey, I remember that band saves the day, but the song ups and downs. Yep. And it just talks about, in a way, like taking your life metaphorically. Or right. that the Blink-182 song, I think it was Adam's song. Yep. Just these songs. And even Landslide from Fleetwood Mac, they have this feel of, you know, took my love, I took it down. And right. we can romance this idea of when we're gone, they're all going to be bummed. And yes, they are. But so are you. You right. know what I mean? And you're not even living life to the fullest. I know what people said to you, did to you is not right. And right. I'm not saying go and fight through it all to show them all how whack they are. But I'm saying, man, God has a beautiful life for us to live regardless. Right. Even if it's crazy in this life, serving him is the most fulfilling thing ever. Right. So... Dude, and I mean, that dad even said on the video, he goes, I, I think he just made a mistake. You know, yeah, if he could do yeah. it all over again, he wouldn't make that choice. You know, yeah. and I mean, that's the thing that breaks my heart the most is I wonder how many, if they could do it all over again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the reality of this world needs a savior. Yep. And dude, I mean, the blessing of this Corona thing and the quarantine is, I mean, there's more people than ever. I know. That are it's certain. crazy. Oh, church services have gone crazy. And oh they internet searches are up for like the oh. Bible project, scripture. Oh. I mean, the, I, said, I said the other day, but the amount of people hitting me up. Right. The amount of people that just started following because I'm just daily doing what I'm doing. Here's a thought. Here's a verse. I mean, I'm not going to people like you putting yep. stuff out. But where are you going to look right now? To politicians? Right. To culture? Right. To new albums? To movies? I mean, theaters are closed. Artists can't really tour. So... Yep. And just so people understand, it's not like God's like, I'm going to go birth the coronavirus to make right. everyone be, you know, suffer because I'm mad at you. But right. the result of the kiss is these things unfold. You yep. know, whether it's man-made, whether it's just over time, what's the curse of just a virus itself. Right. But do I think God's redeeming it? Of course. I mean, our church, the amount of people that are plugging in, it's amazing. And some are like, we just want to see you in person. I'm like, you know, maybe the first service will just be everyone shouting for an hour and not even preaching that day, just shouting verses and eating right. donuts together and whatever. But, right. you know, if that doesn't happen, I'm content. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. We don't want it to be, we'll get through this, we'll get through that. It's the Christ is good. God is good. The Holy Spirit's Amen. present. So. Amen. Dude, and you said it. I mean, it could be much, much worse. Yeah. I mean, it really could. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be crazy. It could oh. be like 80% of people are going to die now. If there really is a conspiracy, who knows? Would they? Would right. people like? If there really is patents, if there really is a prolonged whatever, right. we're not going to know anyway. I mean, is right. the earth flat or not? I don't know. It doesn't right. matter. God doesn't want to tell me that. Who cares? Right. Um, but the idea is that whatever's going to unfold, He knows, and He wants Mario and Brian and you and those who are even, and I mean you who are listening, to just rise up, be the bride of Christ, and live intentionally for Him. So, Amen. 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 <laughs> So That's anything a, else you want to jump in and just share with people or, I mean, what's the heart then when you, if you could personally sit with every person that might go through D2L or just say, I just want you to know this, what would you tell that suicidal kid or that bitter housewife or angry dad? You, no matter how difficult this life is, um, and I mean, it talks about you know, I mean, Paul talked about it. Peter talked about it, the thorn in your side. Mm -hmm. um, it, this life could suck for a long, long time. Yeah. You know, um, but it doesn't mean you necessarily give up. Mm. It does mean, okay, you know what? I have a story to tell. I mean, Brian Sumner, you know, Tracy's miscarriages, your mom passing yeah. away from cancer. I mean, yeah. you name it. I mean, you get to relate mm. to people that are now going through that. Yeah, that's you know, life. That, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's just the, the reality of the life we live. Mm. My family, we're able to talk about, you know, the, the, the Matt Collins types that, yeah. you know, that, that have children mm. with disabilities. And, hey, there is hope. Yep. You know, your little, your little Grayson was created for purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm able to speak. God uses yeah. that tragedy, that heartache. Mm -hmm. at dark dark valley for his glory Amen. you know he always does yep you know good yep. always comes out of it i mm. mean you look at every circumstance that was gnarly in this world 
and God's always glorified. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, God uses you in your, you know, in your difficulty and your struggles in life. God uses me, but Brian, you are created Mm -hmm. for a purpose. And the only reason why I'm able to say that, because I've lived through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand that. I get where you are. Yeah. You know, being in that hard place, being yeah. in that difficult of uncertainty. God, do you really love me? Um, yeah. You know, I mean, so if as soon as you understand that you're loved and that the, the, the one that created mm. you loves you. Yeah. You know, loves you more than you'll ever know. And yeah. it, it, isn't, it isn't a light switch that's going to turn off and on of, you know, my life sucks. Now my life's going to be great. Look, flick it on and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, Jesus talks about it. About yeah. how they hated me, they're gonna hate yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it isn't. Especially if you're a Christian. Especially I mean, if you're a Christian. I and mean, we're still living this blessed, abundant life because I mean, totally. you know, whatever's going on behind me that my wife's put on the shelves. I mean, I guess there's an abundance of those in our house. You right. got all these skateboards in your house, yep. but I'm saying, yeah, that's the point people need to realize to step into where Christ is and what He's leading you. And like C.S. Lewis said, you know, and like John Piper is so famously echoed probably because he loves C.S. Lewis. We don't really believe that doing it God's way and really glorifying him and being loved by him is really what's going to satisfy him. I think launching Brian Sumner Ministries or I want everyone in the world to see this podcast or imagine if 50 billion people over the course of however many years could see D2L, then we'll feel loved. And that's not it. Right. Christ and he's there immediate. And it's that day. And to those who don't understand, guys, for God so loved the world. I mean, you are to die for. And people are going to look at Jesus face to face one day, see his eyes, you know, lay their head up on his, on his chest like the apostle John did. We're going to be with him in eternity. And how many people have gone through this and had failed attempts at suicide? And mm. now they become counselors and reach so, so many. Mm. So... I just hope people will hear this. And so how do they get over the, I mean, guys, you can go and message Mario direct. He's available on his Instagram. They've got a website, but give us some of the info to get a hold of you. And for those who might be hurting right now, go, uh, we're on social media and our Instagram, um, official death to life, death, the number two life. Mm-hmm. Uh, our website is death to life.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, go there and you can watch many, many videos. The, the main video that we have with our organization is one about suicide and it's done by Brian. Mm. And I mean, it's profound. I mean, we have people all the time that reach out to us that are like, you know what? I wanted to kill myself and I was Googling easy ways to kill myself. And I came upon your website and I watched this video from this guy that talked really weird. You know, really? he, sound like of, he sound like one of the Beatles, <laughs> you know, or Ozzy Osbourne. But way more handsome. It, much more handsome. Um, but you can go to our website, deathtolife.com, mm-hmm. and watch all of our videos. It's a resource. It has all of our counseling, Yeah. Uh, all of our resources there for counseling. And, and uh, but go to the website, go to all the social media. We're there. And, yeah. and uh, you reach out to any of those avenues, and I'm there. And guys, even just as Mario's saying, I just pulled up their page today, you know, official death, the letter two, the number two, there we go, it's early, official death to life. And here's the first thing that comes up, you know, and this is just an hour or so ago, five warning signs of suicide and depression. And Mm. it's the first one, you know, a change in personality, especially behaviors and social situations. Second sign, withdrawal from interactions or communication with others. Three, mood changes that are drastic. Four, threats of suicide. Five, giving away belongings. So that might sound like just some random post, but right. a person going through it, they're like, oh my gosh, is this where I am? I know we want to milk things and manipulate things, and, and sometimes it's all about the person in detention. Right. Even if that's them, I've had so many wives say, well, he always says this. I go, I get it, because he needs to be heard, and maybe he is a baby, and maybe he is going through it. We need to be loved. That's okay. If we put perfection on everyone, everyone's going to fall short. That's not it. But this is the kind of thing that that 12 year old kid would go, man, this is me. And you can message them. You will get a message back that day. You can message me, you know, Brian Sonar on Instagram. It's right there. So, well, why don't we do this? But the the, the reality is, I mean, that little post, I mean, we have to be paying attention to the people in our lives. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have to be paying attention. Okay. You know, Brian, I've been reaching out to him 
lately. He's not getting back to me. What's going on? You know, he's been talking about, you know, I wish I was never born, you know, type stuff. Yeah. You know, and, we just and need that's to be what people attention. do. They right. do say this stuff. They do. I mean, I just had a friend today, and literally I'm going to check on it afterwards because prior to this, he had a photo what looked like in the back of a police car or something, and he goes, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Oh. And so I'm hoping it's just the police thing because people said, right. are you okay? And right. granted, it's a cry for help, but too many cries for help that go unanswered. It's just the one time, and that's the wrong time. So That's the truth, dude. Amen. Well, you want to, um, in closing then, I know we've had a good hour, so do you want to just pray for anyone that's here that's listening? Because, And as Mario does, I just want to tell you, and we can't say this enough, but I'm not you. Mario is not you. Um, you're made in God's image. He placed you here for this time, this season. Probably crazy things have happened. And with alcohol, with drugs, with family, with pride, with evil, whichever one of those things relate to our family line out in the people, there's normally a backstory to why this person is the way they are, why they said this, why they did that, why you don't feel you fit in. Guys, we're never meant to fit in in this world. Mm. We are actually aliens here. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. So though Mario's got his pleasant, you know, basement there and I can be relaxed in my house, this is all temporary. What we're made for is something beyond this. So I'm with you. We don't fit in. Doesn't make sense. But now that's out the way, guys, get in the Bible. Mm. It's not just some book grandma read and some religion to control you. I mean, think about it. If it's there to control you, why don't they teach it in schools? Mm. If it's there to control you, why isn't every president preaching it? Why is it banned in all these countries? I mean, they speak so backwards about it that Satan, the Satan did such a good job making everyone think he's not even real. But there's a hateful world out there. But you know what? The love of Christ, the love of God, the grace and mercy is present in his people. You can feel it when you open up the text. So start there. And as my brother Mario prays into this, I just hope some of you hear that. You come to know what sin is that was separated from God. We wow. hear that we need to be forgiven. And that that starting of a relationship takes us into eternity. But right here and now, it does help us with the pain. It mm. does give us vision. The Bible says people are perishing for lack of vision. Well, the vision is Christ. It's mm. death to life. So, mm. amen. Thanks, Brian. Lord Jesus, we just praise you. We love you. Yes, Lord, God. I just pray that uh, those that are listening right now, Lord, that they'll block out uh, any religious talk, that they'll think that this has something to do with typical uh, American Christianity or religion in general, Lord, has yes, nothing Lord. to do with that. Jesus has everything to do with Jesus, Savior, and Lord. Has everything to do with you, Jesus. And I just pray that those that are, that are listening right now, Lord, that, that uh, are fearful about the future. Um, they, they feel alone. They feel hopeless. Uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, the words that Brian and I spoke, Lord, for the past few minutes, Lord, will, will uh, make an impact. Lord, that they'll go. Uh, talk to Brian. They'll reach out to Brian. They'll reach out to Death to Life, Lord, and or me, and and uh, Lord, that you'll use like you do every single day the website of Death to Life uh, to transform lives. And it has nothing to do with what Mario says or what Brian says, but it has everything to do with you, Jesus, Savior and Lord Jesus. And I am so grateful, yes. me personally, Jesus, um, for what you've done in my life. Lord, what you're doing in my girls' lives, Jesus, and continue to use my girls to uh, point to you. Lord, thank you so much for the Sumner family and what you're doing in their family, Jesus. What a light. Uh, we love them dearly, Lord. Bless yeah. them like crazy today, Jesus. And, <laughs> and we are so grateful for this podcast. I pray for huge fruit in your mighty awesome name. Amen. Thank you, brother. We love you guys, too. So love guys, you, dude. Go over and encourage Mario. He is a fun guy. Him and his wife really do pray. They've been doing this battle for a while, and it is not a burden to them. It is a blessing. But for us, get in touch. But remember, this is Brian Sumner. And what do we say? That the message of the cross is foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. And there's more and more ministry just taking off. I just, I'm thankful for those who share these podcasts, who go and like and comment why. I don't care. But more people say, oh, I guess this is reaching someone. I guess they're speaking something. So more people will tune in. To hear more about what I'm doing, go onto the Facebook or my Instagram, or I'm going to start putting these videos on YouTube. 
Again, everything I do is raised through people that choose to partner monthly. Normally, I'm out and about traveling 200 times a year. Right now, I'm going to do a lot of podcast teaching, working on a very serious evangelism book. Can't say the name yet, but just thank you for the encouragement. And I know this is a call like Mario's called. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>